0: Hello and welcome to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. I'm John Stillman alongside Joel Johnson, certified financial planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. Joel is the host of Better Money on WFSB Channel 3 on the Saturday and Sunday morning news with Kara Sundlin. You can also see Better Money on WCBV Channel 5 in Boston. He's the author of six of his own books, including most famously The Money Map and most recently The Ultimate 401k Guide. Joel, always a pleasure to talk with you and hope you're doing well. Let's talk about some end of year planning that people need to focus on with their money before the year is up. So uh, in some ways, it's been a fast moving year. In other ways, it seems like this year has lasted for 20 years. So uh, probably just depends on your situation. Either way, the end is around the corner, so you need to be focusing on some of this stuff. Like as an example, Joel, maxing out retirement contributions if you can. That's something that for folks that are still working, maybe they need to be thinking about.
1: If you have not maxed out your 401k this year, put everything you can into your company retirement plans. Might be 401k, might be 403b. See if you can take it up to the maximum by the end of the year number one you're saving as much as you can and there may be a match you have if you've maxed out the match doesn't matter it still makes sense to do it It always makes sense to save money if you can you also may get a tax deduction if you put it into the traditional side of your 401k 403b um, or ira now if you want to you could go into the roth side which means you're not going to get a tax deduction today but that money's going to be tax-free forever including all the growth On that money so depending on which is right for you and if you have a question about that give us a quick call and and we can help you decide which way to go even if you're not a client we'll help you decide but the bottom line is max out your 401k before the end of the year now I know with IRAs we have the opportunity to do it into next year April 15th but again if you have the ability to especially if you're in a company retirement plan get that done take it up to the maximum it just makes sense now in addition to that you want to look around at your benefits that you're getting from your company and not just your retirement plan contributions but make sure if you're in a period of time and for most people open enrollment sort of ended a month or two ago but if you're still in open enrollment make sure that you're taking advantage of the benefits that are available to you and maybe you even have to pay a little bit for those benefits like additional disability insurance or long-term care insurance but typically what you have to pay through company benefits is much less than you would have to do to buy that private insurance or those benefits on your own so it's a great time right now not just to max out retirement contributions but make sure you're getting you're taking full advantage of all the things that your company has invested in for your benefit as an employee to try to keep you there.
0: Certainly the time of year to be thinking about that. Another thing very specific to this year, Joel, would be reviewing the CARES Act, which was essentially all the coronavirus related relief that was passed Back in the spring, a lot of different elements to that legislation, which may or may not affect you. But like RMDs not being required this year, did you have those on autopilot, and maybe you need to stop it for this year? Uh, you know, opportunities to actually take money out of retirement without penalty in certain situations. A, a lot going on with that legislation.
1: Yeah, and I guess there's three big ones. One is if you're still working, um, you can take money out without the penalty up to a certain limit. To basically assist you if you've lost a job or if you've had a hardship um, during the coronavirus period that we're in right now. And again, you don't have to prove hardship, it's just, it's open in the CARES Act. Now be careful because some of your employers, they may not have been able to amend the 401k that they have or the company sponsored retirement plan, they have quick enough because just because the IRS says you can do something, they have to actually amend the plan. So you might want to check with them. Again, don't take money out of a retirement plan if you don't need to. It should be the last place you go. But if you've lost your job this year, or you've just had, maybe you haven't lost your job, but your partner has lost their job, you do have access to some of that money without a penalty. Uh, The other big thing, or one of the other, one of the top three, that was number one, Uh, second one is you don't have to take required minimum distributions this year so not only did the required minimum distribution recently get moved up to age 72 it used to be age 70 where they would force you to take distributions from your retirement plans now they moved it to 72 but they also waived the forcing of that retirement money to come out this year required minimum distributions are completely waived this year so again if you're on autopilot you haven't taken that money out yet you don't have to take it out Now, the next thing I'm going to tell you is a pretty darn negative thing, and that is you used to be able to pass on your traditional retirement accounts, your Roth 401ks, IRAs, to your kids, or to anybody, actually. It doesn't have to be your kids. And they could stretch out the distributions from those plans over their life expectancy. That has gone away. Now, anybody that inherits an IRA, As long as it's an inherited IRA, inherited 401k, as long as it's a Roth, if they've received it and it wasn't originally their money, they have to take all the money out in 10 years. They don't have to take a piece out every year, but all the money, the entire account has to be emptied in 10 years, which causes a real problem. Because if you think about it, it's going to accelerate the taxation of that money when they get it. So it brings up some interesting planning opportunities which is you know if you were gonna leave your IRA or your retirement accounts to your kids maybe you should spend that money pay some of those taxes for them right if you want to you don't have to but you could essentially pay some of the taxes that they would have paid had they inherited that and leave behind other money that will be more tax favorable to them gets a little technical we can help you walk through it or a good financial advisor can help you walk through it because what you don't want is you don't want to just say oh joel said something on the radio it sounds good and just go ahead and do it it depends on your individual situation but again three big changes with the cares act number one is you can get money out of your retirement plans now without a penalty up to a certain amount number two is required minimum distributions have been suspended for the year and required minimum distributions now don't start until age 72 And then the third is money has to come out of any retirement account you leave alone. It's got to come out in 10 years. It has to be emptied, which could cause a tax problem for those people that you're trying to leave that money for.
0: Pretty big deal on each of those. So make sure you're paying attention and making any moves you need to make before the year is up. Uh, Tax-loss harvesting, Joel, another thing to pay attention to at this time of year before the end of the year gets here. What is tax-loss harvesting and when might it make sense for somebody?
1: well it's simply realizing your losses in a portfolio so this does not count for a retirement plan where you've got a tax deferred account or a tax-free account like a roth it counts for other money brokerage accounts um, that are not sheltered maybe individual mutual funds you just take losses anything that's down you sell it and you realize that loss this year and what that does is it allows you to maybe take a gain and wash it out. So let's say I have a $10,000 gain, and I want to realize that $10,000 gain, but I don't want to pay taxes on the money. Find something with a $10,000 loss, sell both, and you've washed it out to zero. But I've also taken the profit on that one uh, that I that I wanted to take the profit on. Now, people say, well, gee, I don't want to sell anything at a loss. This is the big mistake a lot of people make. They keep their losers and sell their winners. Uh, you should many times keep your winners and sell your losers so um, you know take a fresh start and if it's a stock that maybe you want to own long term then you can buy it back after 30 days but at least you've triggered the loss in this year and you've been tax efficient and certain accounts we automatically do that and we just do that um, so that it takes advantage of the tax laws so make sure you're taking full advantage of the tax laws by doing what's called tax loss harvesting And you'll save some money on taxes. I had a client a few years back that went to their accountant and said, well, you lost money in your portfolio last year because they realized losses. And, you know, what the accountant didn't understand was, well, we actually had massive gains in the portfolio, but there were two or three positions um, that had had losses. And we just cleaned those up to be able to take the deduction Um, this year or that particular year on the taxes.
0: Another end-of-year planning thing we need to think about here, Joel, would be uh, evaluating those tax-deductible charitable contributions that we might want to make, but also being aware that the standard deduction now is higher than it used to be you know, let's say three, four, five years ago. So make sure that you're actually going to get those deductions if you're indeed making those contributions.
1: So if you're doing charitable contributions to get a deduction, you may not get that deduction. In the state of Connecticut, you don't even get a deduction, which is, I think, wrong. Um, but, um, but you don't get a state tax deduction for charitable contributions. So those of you that are state legislators listening to me right now, it would be really nice if you would change that. Um, but, That said, because I don't think you're going to change something based on what I say, um, if you're doing a charitable contribution just to get a tax deduction, make sure you're going to get that tax deduction. Under the Trump tax cuts, most people making under $75,000 a year saved a ton of money in taxes. Um, It's kind of funny. One of our advisors uh, read a study that said 68% of people are paying less taxes after the tax cuts than they were before, but I think only 20% of the people think that they're paying less in taxes because of all the misinformation out there. So, um, so you know, make sure you're going to get those deductions because the standard deduction did double under the Trump tax cuts. Um, but with that said, this is a time when charities could really lose your money, use your money, um, especially the food banks, And charities like that that help locally so um, i was just reading the wall street journal earlier this week and i was thinking about all the organizations locally here that could really use um, some help and they're typically food banks or social services agencies where you know a lot of people have lost their jobs this year because of the pandemic and um, and they need our help so if you have a little extra money maybe you can think about that
0: great time of year to be considering it again uh, one more thing to think about joel before the end of the year you mentioned Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks earlier, but uh, determining if a Roth conversion makes
1: sense for you, that would be something you need to do before the end of the calendar year. Well, that's absolutely correct. And depending on how this Georgia Senate race goes, if it goes to the Democrats, um, and this is not a political statement in any way. It's just a statement of fact. Uh, um, President-elect Biden, or I guess we should say President Biden, or I'm not sure what the correct thing to say is. Um, but that's a whole other story. Um, but he has promised a tax hike and he's promised to remove some of the tax cuts. And he's also promised to change the capital gains rates and so on. And so it may make a lot of sense for you to do a Roth conversion this year because if you can do that at a lower tax rate this year than the tax rate you would pay in the future then it's just what we call an arbitrage play you're paying less by doing something now than you would in the future. So, um, I would look very seriously at a Roth conversion right now. And again, we can help you walk through that if it makes sense for you or not. Um, but I've done Roth conversions and I don't even know if I'll be in a lower tax bracket in the future or not, or a higher tax bracket, I should say, uh, in the future. I just want the option of being able to take money in retirement out of a tax free account, balance that off with my taxable accounts. And so, you really should consider right now a Roth conversion. This might be the time to do it because. Chances our taxes are going up in the future.
0: So no time like the present to get that money map retirement review. You can still get that
1: done as well before the end of the year. And Joel, how do we make that magic happen? just pick up the phone and give us a call 1-800-705-1232 again it's a time when you come in and you have a cup of coffee with us or if you want to do this over zoom or video conference we'd be glad to do that also but we want to create for you a customized money map this is not some cliche or cookie cutter uh, plan you get a customized plan based on your needs based on your goals the most important thing it will do for you is let you know what kind of lifestyle what kind of money that you can spend in retirement without running out of money. That's what the income projection does. And then in addition to that, we'll put it all on one page. We'll give you a money map. And also we'll make sure that you're not taking too much risk in your portfolio. Are we going to decide how much risk you should be taking? No, we're going to make recommendations based on what you tell us and your experience with investing over your lifetime. So get that money map retirement review. Just call one 800 705 1232 You're going to leave a message or text that number and leave your first and last name. We'll get back to you and we'll set up a time for you to visit with us here in our office.
0: Once again, that's 800-705-1232. 800-705-1232. No cost or obligation to get your Money Map Retirement Review from the team at Johnson Brunetti. Call or text 800 705 1232 you're listening to joel johnson's money wisdom joel is a certified financial planner and the ceo of johnson brunetti the official wealth management partner of the yukon huskies joel uh, i haven't asked you yet which uh, which company's coronavirus vaccine are you going to get the one that has the the funniest super bowl commercial or how do you make that
1: decision <laughs> do you think there'll be a super bowl commercial there probably i, will I hope so um, You know, I, I don't know which one I'm going to get. I'm going to get whatever one's available to me, um, I think. I'm, I'm excited about the vaccine. I'm more excited for, for other people, for, for the older people in our population or the higher risk people that have comorbidities. Um, I was actually reading um, some stats, and some people don't want to hear this, but if you don't have comorbidities, um, your chances of dying from the coronavirus are incredibly low, and the chances of getting real sick are are incredibly low. So I'm concerned with people like my mom and dad in their eighties and people that have comorbidities and and I'm excited that they are going to get the vaccine, hopefully quickly. And of course our healthcare workers that have worked so hard and sacrificed, Um, but I'll take whatever vaccine is available. Um, I I don't really care. I'm certainly not an anti-vaccine person and kind of think it's a shame that, you know, the vaccine became political and, and, you know, certain people were convincing others or trying to convince others that just because the vaccine creation came about during the Trump administration that they shouldn't trust the vaccine. I I just I think that's a real disservice. So I'll take the vaccine as soon as it's available to me.
0: Very good. Well, let's open up the mailbag here and see what folks have on their minds. We'll start today with Ted. Ted says, we've always dreamed of having a vacation home to visit several times a year once we're retired. I think we can afford it, but I'm not sure where to get the money from. I could take out a mortgage on the vacation home, or I could tap the line of credit on our primary home and use that money to pay for the new house, or sell some investments and try to buy the new home with cash. How would you advise me? And you just bought a vacation home, Joel, so uh, maybe this hits close to home for you.
1: Yeah, I certainly did just buy a vacation home, and uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to just pay cash. We didn't have to sell any investments or or take a mortgage out. One of the reasons for that is because we've lived in the home that we're in where we raised our kids for, for quite some time. We didn't continue to upgrade and, and get bigger and bigger homes. So, um, I, you know, this is a question, Ted, where I really need to sit down with you to answer this uh, question because I need to know the rest of your financial situation Um, but what I would lean towards is if you feel comfortable borrowing money I would rather have you borrow money than sell investments now some of you are going well I don't want to owe anybody anything well those of you that are thinking that I'm not telling you to borrow money I'm saying if Ted is comfortable borrowing money then he should borrow some money because the interest rates you can get on a mortgage where you can lock in your rate is unbelievable right now incredibly low especially if you're a veteran the VA rates are just amazingly low Or even if you have to take out a home equity loan, um, the current rates are low and you can always, if interest rates start to go up and that interest rate you're paying on the home equity line of credit starts to go up, then you can also sell, you can always sell investments at that time. But um, I would not sell investments assuming that you're invested properly. And again, this is a conversation we need to have, Ted, make sure you're not taking too much risk. Um, but I would prefer you don't sell investments to buy the new home. But again, that's just me. If I were you, um, I need to know your exact situation before I tell you absolutely what to do.
0: Interesting. It sounds like uh, he has options there. I- I'm curious, Joel, um, what do you see most people doing? Like, What's the knee-jerk reaction for most people if they're not getting any kind of guidance on it? Do most people just lean toward the mortgage if they can or are most people in that boat that you describe where they say well i don't want to owe any money
1: to anybody so i'm going to find some other way to do it i think most people that we see um, people that we're working with tend to go out and go and take a mortgage you know now my mom and dad they wouldn't do that but they also wouldn't buy a vacation home in their 80s so Um, That's that's kind of a different deal. But they were brought up in that generation where you just don't owe anybody any money. But uh, most of the folks that we have, you know, age 50 to 70, uh, they would feel very comfortable either tapping a line of credit um, on a primary home or even going to get a line of credit to um, use to buy that new house um, or getting a mortgage on the new house. Uh, They don't they don't have a problem with that.
0: With your own vacation home, uh, do you look at it as an investment? In your case, or do you just see it as, well, th- this is just a luxury that we're able to afford at this stage of our life? How do you look at it from an investment standpoint?
1: That's a great question. The way I look at it is an it's an asset I own that's a holding place for money. If we get a rate of return on it, I'm happy with that. Um, but I'm also happy if it just holds its value and we enjoy it. Um, it's somewhere I can put money that's not exposed to stocks and it's not exposed to bonds it's another asset class it's real estate and the way I look at it is I'm, I'm parking the money there and if we enjoy it for a long long time and we just get back what we um, what we put into it that's great anything in, in addition to that is a bonus so that's how I look at it um, I would not you know you've got to separate the things that you're going to enjoy using versus investments sometimes the things we enjoy using happen to be good investments um, but I think if we can just get enjoyment out of something and it holds its value reasonably well, then I think that's fine too. Think about it. If I would have taken a mortgage out, um, it would be you know I would be paying that mortgage and enjoying using it and then if I can get the value that I put into it, um, that's that's a home run and just pay off the mortgage with that money.
0: Very good. So a lot of ways to look at that. you want to be sure you're approaching it from a logical standpoint. How about a question from Rebecca who says I make too much to contribute to a Roth IRA. Well, why don't you brag about it, Rebecca? Uh, she says, is there anywhere I can invest to give myself some tax advantages in the future?
1: Well, I mean, you you could buy an annuity. Um, you have to be real careful. Annuities, for many people, are not a good idea. Um, for many people, they are a good idea. So you got to be really, really careful. So I'm not pro-annuity here. But uh, annuities, you get some tax uh, breaks in the future because you defer the taxes until you take the money out. Um, very, very wealthy people buy institutionally designed life insurance. Um, it's not the kind of life insurance I bought when Wendy and I just got married and started having kids where you're just buying it for the death benefit. Um, there are tax advantages and certain ways that life insurance can be designed. As more of an investment in addition to the insurance but again you have to be careful here because the better investment it is for you the less money the insurance agent makes and so make sure you're working with a fiduciary there um, but that's about it um, you know I like the idea of just buying individual securities whether they're ETFs um, which are exchange-traded mutual funds that are real low cost, or individual stocks where you turn your gains into capital gains, which are taxed more favorable than ordinary income. And it sounds like, Rebecca, because you make too much money to contribute to a Roth IRA, that you want to be very, very tax efficient if you do buy individual stocks or individual exchange-traded funds. So um, that's about it. And uh, well, I should have added one more thing. If you are an individual business owner, Rebecca, then there are all kinds of ways to take advantage of tax breaks. But that's a separate discussion. Um, but if that's you, give us a call because um, there are things you can put together that big companies have where you get huge tax breaks and you can get huge tax deductions but you've got to be an individual business owner that controls that checking account of the business
0: very good all right how about one more question from Sam who says I've always handled my investments without help from a broker
1: or advisor is it a terrible idea for me to keep doing that as I get older well I don't know Sam uh, I don't know the answer to that if you've always handled your investments and and you think you're doing okay um, you know all it takes is one mistake to get into a lot of trouble and some people for the convenience don't want to worry about it anymore but I don't know your individual situation what I will say is most wealthy families use investment advisors most wealthy families use um, somebody to handle their money. And so if you believe that, you know, wealthy people are wealthy for a reason, um, then you want to kind of think that through because the wealthy people are not going and buying the cheapest no-loads funds they can find. Mo- most wealthy people, like the overwhelming majority, are not doing that. So, um, But, you know, Sam, we're fiduciaries. If you want to have that discussion with us, I, I, I would never steer you down a road where it says you have to have somebody else manage your own money. Um, but if you want to get a second set of eyes on that, I'll, I'll be glad to do that. Years back, I had somebody come in that said, you know, Joel, I can never become a client because my son's a stockbroker and he's handling our account. Um, I'm just hoping to, um, very secretly, uh, I'm hoping to get a second opinion on on what uh, we're doing with our money. And we're more than happy to do that. So, Sam, I can't tell you you shouldn't manage your own money. Most people, in my opinion, should not. but you know, at least get somebody to give you a second opinion on it. And if you go to a fiduciary, um, they legally cannot recommend something that's not in your best interest.
0: All right. Well, Joel, uh, for folks who want to get that second opinion from you, that Money Map Retirement Review, maybe it is truly just a second opinion. Maybe they've been listening to the show for years and they would like to work with Johnson Brunetti in some capacity. Either way, the first step is that Money Map Retirement Review. How can they facilitate that?
1: Just give us a call, set up a time to get a Money Map retirement review. It's real simple. Um, you will come away from that visit and you will feel better because you'll have more clarity. That I that I know. Um, I can't guarantee investment returns. I can't guarantee a perfect retirement for you, but what I can tell you is, we will do everything in our power and historically speaking people have left that appointment whether become a client or not feeling better about their situation because they have more clarity maybe even they have more confidence and our goal is to remove the fear out of your financial future and give you confidence in what lies ahead and that governs everything that we do so give us a call 1-800-705-1232 set up a time for you to come in get your money map its custom it's based on your situation. It's based on your goals, and it'll tell you, it'll give you an income analysis on how much money you can spend and not run out of money for the rest of your life, depending on rates of return and so on. So you'll get a lot out of it. Just give us a call, 1-800-705-1232, and you can text your first and last name to that number, and we'll get back to you and set up a time to visit with you.
0: Again, 800-705-1232 is that number to call, 800-705-1232, no cost or obligation to come in for your own Money Map Retirement Review, 800-705-1232, call or text, leave a message or text your first and last name, we'll connect with you later and find a time to set that up for your Money Map Retirement Review, 800-705-1232. Thanks so much for tuning in to Joel Johnson's Money
1: Wisdom, have a great week money wisdom is sponsored by johnson brunetti investment advisory services offered through jb capital llc a registered investment advisor insurance products offered through jn financial llc johnson brunetti is a paid sponsor of the yukon huskies athletic program better
0: money is sponsored by johnson brunetti